Hey, and welcome to episode 57 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. With me, Clark, and my lovely co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to ask a question, there's a Google form that you can click on in the link to the podcast, which we set up as of last week. So this is news to Ollie as well, because he doesn't know about this yet, but that's a new thing. Wow. Hi, Ollie. Hello. How's it going? How you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, very good, very good. I have, being honest with you, I have just been playing a shit ton of Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring? What's that? Is that an indie title? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a small game mm. by this uh, small publisher, you might have heard them, uh, for, uh, called From Software. So it's yeah. from from software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay. yeah, it's uh, from 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 software. From from from. from. Okay, yes, cool. exactly. Well, I've been exactly the same. I've been playing that pretty much the entire week. <laughs> yeah, it's just been uh, a hot hot Elden Ring minute right now. R- real Elden Ring hours, you know. Um, but yeah, I guess we can go straight into the agenda for this week. So having a look. Um, on the agenda. Yes, on the agenda, we've got obviously the usual what we've been playing, what we've been watching. I'm sure we're going to have a big Elden Ring update on like how things have been going. We might uh, mention it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you know, we might just dabble into it a little bit. Yeah. Uh we've got uh The Witcher 4 and the Unreal 5 announcement that literally just happened a few minutes ago. Um or at least happened today. Uh the day breaking before. news there. Yeah, the breaking news, news, the hottest news. Um and then we've got the Eld- we've got a thing here that says Elden Ring secrets that blow fans' minds. Clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we can talk about some of those. Uh, then we've got Harry Potter and the Turf debate uh, on Hogwarts Legacy. We've got Fortnite removing the building mechanic. Uh, Overwatch 2 closed beta, and uh, the Tiny Tina Wonderland cross pla- uh, crossplay on all platforms. Which uh, I think there was some other stuff to do with that as well, right? With uh, Borderlands 3 is going to get that now as well, I think. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, but we'll get into that when we when we reach there. So, anyway, Clark, what have you been playing, what have you been watching? Uh, so, I mean, the obvious one is Elden Ring. I've been playing a lot of that, but I've also had a pretty social week over the last seven days. I've been out quite a bit and had a few hangovers, so that's been nice. Very um, nice, very good. You know, sort of getting back into reality again. I did, uh, actually, one thing we didn't, I didn't mention in the uh, agenda is that the Mario Kart DLC came out. Oh, yeah. Um, we could probably have a little chat about that in a bit, because I've got, I have... I have opinions, as okay. I always do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we played some of the Mario Kart DLC, which is fine. Um, and then, other than that, it's just been Elden Ring, pretty much back to back. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, um, in in the background while I'm working now, so I like to have a TV show on in the background that's kind of not really something you have to pay attention to. I've been watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original. Oh wow! Oh, the that OG. show. Yeah, that oh, show wow. has not aged well. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it has not aged well. So yes. the, the first few seasons are very racist, very sexist, mm. um, a lot of homophobia and stuff. And then suddenly it just flips on its head and it becomes really woke. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they must have been given some feedback or something. But yeah, so I've been watching that a little bit here and there. Uh, and we went to see the Batman as well. I was, was about to ask if you've seen that. Yeah, have you seen it yet? No, I'm planning to see it sometime this week. Uh, in the it's, evening. Yeah. it's a good show. A good yeah. movie, sorry. Um, it's it's very long. Yes. Um, but I think Robert Pattinson does a really good job of being the Batman. I'm surprised. I, I, I wasn't confident. That's um, good, yeah. And he's done a good job. Like He was the Batman. He did it really, really well. 
I've heard it's like closer to a kind of like murder mystery film than a superhero film. Very much. Yeah, very which, much like which... that. It's it, it brings it in line very much with how he behaves in Arkham Asylum. That's where great. he's like sneaking around and solving mysteries and, and like you know doing the whole scanning the area for clues and whatnot. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, like that sounds way more appealing to me than um, it's, it's an interesting take on Batman. superhero film. Yeah, I think that's a that'd be good. So I'm looking forward to seeing that later well, this week. But... The interesting part of it as well is the Riddler, who is the kind of the core bad guy in this one. Mm. It's it's a new version of the Riddler, and it's kind of cool. Like he he the the actor doing it plays a really like plays the part really well. Awesome. Yeah, and it also be recommended something for you. Um, a colleague oh. at work um, was talking about it on one of our calls today. It's a it's an, an anime movie that's only in cinemas very for a very short period of time, and it's called Jujutsu Kaisen oh, Zero. Kaisen Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is that... So you, you it, yeah, so Jujutsu Kaisen is a uh, very popular... Well, I think it's one of the big new uh, shonen anime that's going on. So, have you heard of names like Naruto and Bleach and One Piece? Well, basically, like, it's basically one of the, like, the modern big, like, anime that, like, it's kind of, like, aimed at, like, teenage boys or, like, you know, kind of, like, uh, that's what shonen is. But it's, like, a, just an action thing. It's really good. Um, I would recommend people watching Jujutsu Kaisen, but yeah, I need to go watch the movie because it's like a s- prequel, I think, to the series. But, well, I mean, um, I don't know all of the other Kainans, so I'll be just be so far behind. Like, oh, I, I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know Ninja Kainan or yeah. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Kainan, so I just I'd be I would I'd be lost. But course, um, the reason course. I talked about it is because he went to see it at the IMAX. And he says it wasn't really a movie for IMAX, but it was a mind-blowing movie. Like, it was a really good movie. Yeah, I can imagine the animation being absolutely incredible. But yeah, on IMAX, I'm not sure if it would improve the experience. I feel like it's not It's not going to be a very atmospheric film, if you get what I mean. Like, you know, like, if you go to watch Dune at IMAX, I can imagine that being absolutely incredible, considering that the vistas and the kind of cinematography. But Jujutsu Kaisen is like a really heavy, like, action, high-paced animation heavy kind of uh, show, so I imagine okay. that kind of being like a little bit difficult to process all at once on a massive IMAX screen. I feel like it would just be like o- overload, if you get what I mean. Okay, well, I mean, I'm more onto the, the Mugen train arc of Demon Slayer, so that's my kind of thing. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, that, uh, that's what he just told me to say. Is that, <laughs> I have no you, idea what that means. Did you just ask him, I'm talking about anime, how do I sound like I know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I just I just told him, like, I'm recommending to my co-host, he's an anime fan, yeah. this movie, and he, he just said, uh, mentioned that I'm onto the Mugen train arc of Demon Slayer. Oh, that's also quite good. So that was a free kudos. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, okay. some, there's, you know, you got, you got some points there. You got some, uh, you know. Yeah, I used to have a colleague at work who was really into football, and mm. obviously he worked just with nerds. And uh, every now and again, I would just Google like a Wikipedia article that that would like tell me a random fact about football. Yeah, and I would say it, and he'd get really into conversation. Then just like, oh, you're trolling me, aren't you? And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. yep. We we have <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. So in like some of my gaming friend circles, we have a friend who, uh somehow we'll be like talking about like like two other people will be talking about a game and while they're talking about it he will like google about the game and look up like strategies or things related to the game and then just start like chiming on the conversation just to like try and like be like oh wait do you play this game adam and he's like oh yeah yeah of course i play this game obviously he's just trolling like he doesn't yeah, he's just googling really yeah he's just googling it but it's really it's just how fast he is and how smooth he is at doing it it's like so good that was- 
very much one of my old talents yeah but, I, mean, I could talk about what i've been playing all week we'll need to hear what you've been playing watching or doing this oh, week. i mean i was like i've i'm doing my usual thing of just going climbing and playing and now playing my nightly games my nightly game of is now elden ring apart from that i've just been playing a lot of um tft uh with my partner we've we've gone to this kind of like ritual of kind of in the evenings sitting down watching like a t like having a tv show on in the background and just playing like some co-op tft and having some tea though. yeah it's very nice yeah having oh. tea and tft but um which has been lovely tft yeah t and tft yeah so, oh the the yeah. other thing i started last week as well i started spin class and oh wow workout class with a group called the muscle marys in london that's fucking great um so it's, an, it's, a, it's a it's a group of like queer representative people that do workouts and stuff yeah because one of my big problems when i go and work out or go to the gym is that i'm quite body conscious mm-hmm. um and i'd rather not be around a load of people that are just like, like I'd, I'd yeah like i get what you mean a bit more, yeah yeah but yeah so that's been lovely and it destroyed me last week but i'm going again tomorrow so that's gonna be fun that's awesome man that's awesome too yeah but um yeah mostly just honestly been just playing elden ring a lot i think i put like 20 hours in this week or like around 20 hours probably about the same so yeah um well i mean i guess let's skip on to that and then we'll talk about the witch thing next all right um, so yeah so, so so what boss have you just done in elden ring okay so i have just i beat rinala and now I'm kind of in this phase where, like, every time I'm beating what, like, acquiring a great rune, I'm kind of just doing a shit ton of exploration. So now I'm kind of just going around, like, the I've just I've just reached the like Atlas Plateau area. But now I'm like not really sure whether I'm supposed to be in Atlas Plateau or Kaled. And I've also managed to somehow get myself into the capital, like Lanedale Capital, but everything there like kills me in one hit. So like, I don't I'm, know what I'm... any of these things are. Okay. Like... What's Lamedo Capital? Is that the scholar place, the school? No, no, no. So that's Raya Lucaria. So I just got past that. You've just done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. So that's before Rinala, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I just finished uh, the Raya Lucaria. So I've got two great runes now. So I've beaten Godric and uh, Rinala. Rinala. Yeah. And now I'm kind of just like exploring, but it's like, it feels like the game, this is where the game's kind of just like, go wherever you go. want. Yeah, well, just go. So... Yeah, big, kind of big bit of advice here is pick up one of the quest chains. Yeah, because yeah, the quest yeah. chains will take you through a big chunk of the world. Yeah, so I've kind—I of, know roughly what I'm doing because I've—I um, don't know if you—you you know, above Riot Lucaria, there's like Caria Manor. Um, yes. And then you go through that area, and then you meet an NPC at the end of that area, who's kind of like—it feels like this is like the big side quest. As in Rani? Yeah, Rani, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, Rani, I've, yeah. I've just finished that quest. Literally just finished it. You finished it? Yep, finished it. Oh yesterday. my god. And, and at the end of it, so, you know the big dragon that's kind of walking around in that area with the four towers? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you fight the dragon and it disappears halfway through the fight. Oh, okay. If you've not done it yet, it, it no, just vanishes done. and it's gone. Yeah. Um, But then it appears somewhere else. It, it literally appears at the end of the quest chain. Oh, that's uh, and cool. And you fight it, and you fight it in full, but it uses like, you know that sword spell where it summons a massive sword? Yes. It summons one in its mouth and does like a massive sweep with it. That's very um, cool. But the, the only way to avoid it is by diving at it. Oh. So you have to be like... <laughs> under it. <laughs> that's very cool. Uh, but yeah. I, I, that, that was... So when we were talking just before the podcast. That's the fight I've just finished. And I've been on that for about two or three days now. Trying oh to finish God. that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a friend uh, come and uh, like show me in how to set up my character properly. Because apparently my build was absolute trash. Mm. And he switched me from just using a staff to... Having a staff in one hand and a, cat- a katana in the other. Yes. A katana, a katana in the other. 
Um, and now suddenly I'm doing like obscene amounts of damage. Is like, it the Moon Veil katana? Possibly. Yeah. It's it's a yeah, in fact yeah, cause it's got like a moon swipe or something on it when you press R. Uh, L2. L2, yeah, yeah, it's the Moon yeah. Veil, yeah. It's a really yeah, good yeah. sword, really, really good sword. But I have another one as well that came from a little cave. Mm. Uh, so I've got two katanas, and then I've got this staff, which is, I think it's the meteorite staff. Yes. Um, and I'm using rocks, which are these little three purple rocks that do obscene Me- amounts of damage and have, like, really high poise break on them. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. so that's been my way of, because up until then I was just using, like, the the Glimmerstone thing. Yeah, the, the Glimmerstone. Uh, pebble. Like, yeah, pebble. pebble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. one where you like summon the stones in the air and they hover for a second and then they all fly forwards. Yes. That was the other spell I was using, which I really liked because it was really good for invaders because mm, mm, mm. they're hard to dodge. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's just the game is just so big. It's so, much, so much to so it. Much. I, I, it still astonishes me like how much there is. Like, I'm like. Uh, when I reach like the Atlas Plateau of like, so in terms of where, where is that? Is that is that up north? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, after you do Raya Lucaria, there's like there's the lift. I think it's called like the Grand Lift of Dectus or something. Is that the one where you need the two halves to? Yes, use yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just got, got the other half. Okay, the second half. Yeah. So wait, have you have you been to that area yet? No, I don't know where the lift is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So. Oh, oh man, you. Oh, oh, okay, I don't know how how far you are. Like, how many great runes have you acquired? Three or four, I think. I don't, I don't know anything about the great runes. I didn't even know they were a thing. Okay, okay. So... I, I, like a lot of what happens in this game is I loot stuff and I'm just like, now I have things. No, but, I mean that's totally I feel, fair. Because I feel like a lot of the game is is lost in a lot of obscurity. Like, yeah. Um, like you know, people are like, oh, you just need to get the Bangangle flang. Yeah. <laughs> Wib stipple fleep tower. Yes. And you yes, need to up the yes. flagger requirement to Martin and obviously you can inflict swaggle on the blop and I'm just Swag. like I'm just using purple rocks with my stick. That's what, what I'm doing. What level are you? Character level. Uh sixty ish, I think. Okay, yeah, so we're about the same. Okay, cool, cool. I think we're actually roughly in the same point of the game then. So yeah. So um yeah, like it there's so much, man. If you haven't if you haven't gone through the grand lift Oh boy. Well, no, I just did the the Lake of Rot. That place can get absolutely fucked. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've yet that to is go the there. Worst thing I've, I've seen in this it. game. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Like you need to rebuild your character just to get through it. Yeah, have because have... you have to you, you have to either use the faith spell, which is the one that cures you of rot. Yes. Or spam these items that are really hard to get that uh, cure the rot as well. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you you have to like rebuild into faith to get there. So are you in? Uh, yeah. So I thankfully uh, I'm doing a faith build at the moment so i've kind of i'm just like because oh, i found loads of, yeah i found loads of weapons that were all faith-based and loads of spells that were all faith-based and i was like all right this seems like a lot of fun and i have in like older like when i play like souls games traditionally i haven't really done any kind of like magic stuff before i've kind of just gone like herder i'm gonna be Board big board. yeah 100 yeah. million points into strength herder hit everything one yeah like, but yeah. no points into vitality, as it seems to be the common meme. Yes, no yeah, yeah. No, no, just don't get hit. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's that's what is, I've yeah. been playing that way without realizing it. Yeah, yeah, just don't get hit, man. It's fine. So um, I was trying to summon the mimic, mm. and I didn't have enough HP to summon it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my mate was like, "Okay, you, you really need to sort your health it's out." Like, uh, okay, dude, okay. But yeah, oh man, it's the game is so good though. Like, I am definitely getting like to levels of like analysis paralysis with it a little bit now, where I'm just like. There is so like it's just kind of like overwhelming in terms of like the amount of shit to do. Whereas like I think I just need to like focus and just like because the other thing is that I think I'm kind of ruining the game now by kind of like reading 
the wiki in terms of like oh because i have this feeling of like i'm miss i'm gonna miss out on all the important stuff so i'm just gonna like uh you know i oh, i need to read the wiki and make sure that i'm playing the game optimally or whatever and i think what i need to stop do stop like i need to stop doing that and just be like i'm just gonna play the game and if i miss things that's fine and if i really want to go through and if i really want to experience those things i'll just play through the game again i think that's kind of like the best way yeah for me to experience it like, i know i won't replay it though yeah, like, yeah, I'll go through it once and I'll be done with this because it's too big to play twice. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, likewise, yeah, I might have the same experience because I had a similar thing. Obviously, Sekiro is not as big, but it is still quite a long game. And Sekiro is one of those games where I'm like, been meaning to go back to and play again. Although now maybe that will be replaced with Elden Ring, like another playthrough of Elden Ring. But because, like, the other thing is I can change up my build a lot and do like a significant use like a significantly different weapon or something like that so yeah that, i mean um I'm, I'm enjoying the game right now like i'm using those like weird like have you have you seen those like weird like glowy arm blades which look like just like written inscriptions like you know you know uh no I yeah have. they're weird they're, they're you find them in the round table hold uh, they're in like, a chest somewhere, and I'm just using those, and it's really cool. They are we they are weapons that scale only with faith, so they like strength and dex do not give you any weapon stats on them. They just scale with faith, so I've okay. just been using those. Yeah, they're kind of weird, but um, that's fun because it's like what again wildly different from how I normally play Dark Souls. So it's been like a really fun experience. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying the game, still going through it. I feel like there's just so much fucking shit in the game. Have you? Me, have you found uh, the jar city yet? Yes, yes, yeah, I found good. that the yeah. other day. That's very cool. Yeah, and you pulled cool. the jar guy out of the ground when he's stuck in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hello, could Alexander. You hear me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, uh, God, it's so funny because there's always that kind of character in Dark Souls, but I wasn't expecting him to actually be the jar. <laughs> I was <laughs> just expecting him to be like, so he's gonna pop out the jar, right? Oh, is this the guy? Stuck Nobody's in the, the jar. jar himself. No, he's the jar, and I was like, oh. But then I'm okay. uh, I'm expecting patches to show up at some point as well. I don't know if he's in it or if he isn't, but mm. I know he's going to show up somewhere. Because yeah. he's a prick in every game that he's in, he's going to be a prick in this one as well. Yeah. So I know he's in there somewhere. I'm sure he is. He's um, somewhere. He's somewhere. I'm sure he is. Old Spider Boy that he yeah. was. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him because that's a character that I know. And I don't really know the Dark Souls series that well, but I know that character. Yeah, he's in like every so. game. Yeah, he, he's great. I felt like... Yeah. I, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. No, don't let me over talk you. The way the way that he's portrayed in Dark Souls Three is really good, and he has like a weird like uh, end like because Dark Souls Three is like the, supposed to be like the last Dark Souls game, especially with the ending, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So like the the character stuff that happens to him in that game is pretty funny. It's like pretty cool. It's like he has like uh, some cutscenes associated with him, which is great to be like like. And the other thing is. In Dark Souls, well, it's not spoilers anymore because it's an old game, but I think at the beginning of Dark Souls 3, you meet a character who has kind of, like, got amnesia and doesn't remember who he is, kind of thing, and basically as the game goes on, he realises that he is Patches and then betrays <laughs> you, <laughs> which is great. He's just such a little shit. Yeah. Um, but we could talk about Elden Ring all night or all yeah, week yeah, yeah. or year because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, there's but... so much, man. The breaking news that we hit just as we were starting to record was that The Witcher 4 has been revealed and yes. it's going to be done in Unreal 5, which means it's going to be on the Epic Store. Yeah, which is crazy because, like, um, you know, CD Projekt Red have traditionally had their own in house engine. I think it's called, like, the Red Engine or mm -hmm. something. The like Red that. Engine, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this announcement that they're switching to Unreal 
is obviously going to be a big thing. So internally, there's going to be a lot of tech that switches over. Um, I'm wondering if this is going to be... I, I'm wondering, like, you know, as a developer myself, like, internally, is this something that people are looking forward to? Or if this is something that people are against, I guess. Because... Um, um, I can remember there's always drama around Epic stuff, like... 100%. Yeah, and... Like... Will this make the developers like like? Will it be easier to develop on Unreal Engine Five and switch over? I mean, I'm assuming when you you know it's going to be easier because when you switch to a, a more widely used engine, there's going to be a lot more resources, and also hiring people is also going to be easier, right? Because uh, you'll probably find more people who are experienced with the engine and that kind of thing, right? Instead of having like internally and having to train up people internally and stuff like that. Um, or at least that's been my experience from working at. Uh, working at a company that had an internal engine, so um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Also, I guess uh, I saw some people speculating that is like, is this CD Projekt Red looking to get acquired by Epic? <laughs> yeah, we're in the year of acquisitions, aren't we? So it's yeah. the first thing I thought as well. Like, is that because CD Projekt Red has struggled with Cyberpunk? Mm. I don't think their marketing is good at all, and Epic have much better marketing because the Fortnite marketing is incredible. Hundred um, percent. I would say they'd probably go in that direction. Yeah, I feel like um, CD Projekt Red always had like a really good, you know, they had really good name associated with them, right? Uh, you know, this and pre Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. To be fair, like everybody used to be like, oh, CD Projekt Red, the best company, they're so good. You know, they have GOG, they have all these other things. And then I guess after twenty twenty seventy seven, their you know reputation's kind of been dragged through the mud a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see how people feel about Witcher four. I guess, because right yeah, now it's the... going to be a long time off, though, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's kind of mm. like the internet sentiment is very much like uh, it's it's in right now to hate on CG Project Red. If yeah, you get what I mean, it's a fun thing to do. Although then again, they did launch the big patch for um, Cyberpunk. Uh, Cyberpunk, and it, it made it okay. Mm, mm. But yeah. it, it still was unforgivable at how shit it was on launch. Yeah, like I, I am still meaning to go through that game because I, I i have purposefully not played that game and kind of just like stayed a little bit away from it until like it's in a place where like they'll eventually do like here's the cyberpunk definitive edition yeah game and, of the year edition yeah exactly that. right and then yeah. maybe i'll experience it that way um mm. i have seen some great like bug clips from from it but um i mean i've heard also people who've played it said like they just really you know they still really enjoyed it like so um, it'll be interesting to see, like, because obviously you see people just complain about the performance and stuff of the game, but if the actual game itself is good or not, like, I feel like there's not that much discourse around that, so uh, it'll be interesting to finally get to play it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah exactly, right, yeah. yeah. And, which, and obviously Witcher being, like, a very beloved series, um, so, yeah, be mm. uh, interesting to see. And especially now that Obviously, there's the Witcher TV series as well, so which has a whole yeah. new audience of people who are probably interested. And it's a fantastic show. Oh it's yeah, very it's a very good show. Very good show. I really enjoyed the latest season with the the wolf fight at the start and stuff. That was really really cool. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Um, the werewolf wolf. What was it? Was it? A wolf? Was it a dragon? Dra no, it was like a vampire kind of thing, wasn't it? Mm. I forget. Whatever. I enjoyed it. It was good. It, it, Obviously, landed it on me really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting but... to see if. Um... Well, now that the popularity of the show has happened, if any of the like sort of actors slash actresses uh, 
from the Netflix series get like voice acting roles or I'm cameo sure appearances will. in the game. I'm cool. sure they will. I'm sure yeah, that's that's I'm on sure. the cards. Yeah. Um, but the next point on the agenda is that the Harry Potter game was revealed last week as gameplay. Um, and unfortunately, oh. with that comes with the horrible side of things, which yep. is that the Harry Potter author, J.K. Rowling, is a, is a disgusting turf. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a terrible human being and she needs to be ignored. But there is the reason I wanted to bring this up is because there is obviously this ongoing debate whether it's okay to separate the art from the artist. Mm, and the ever the ever the debate of all time yeah and it's a tricky one here because obviously harry potter is a much beloved franchise and it's worked on by thousands of people that are probably not related to or connected to jk rowling in any way shape or form but she will get money from this project and in some small amount there'll be money dropping into her pockets and and i, I know myself i don't want to give her any money but i would like to play the game yeah uh, and i know transgender people are, are going through a very similar uh thing I, I mean i know personally transgender people i've talked to that have said you know what i fucking hate this woman but i also love harry potter so i'm gonna buy the game and i'm like okay fair point um but I, I don't know where I saw it because I've asked a couple of my communities as well and I get all kinds of like aggressive responses and it's like, oh, fuck her, fuck anything she touches. And it's like, so we should also fuck the lives of like thousands of people that are working super hard on this stuff because if if, if that game doesn't make money, the people that suffer are the low-tier employees. Like they're yeah. the ones that get made redundant. Yeah. She doesn't suffer. They do. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I don't think that this whole voting with your wallets thing on this kind of thing is, it, I don't think it works. I don't, what do you think about it? My personal opinion right now, and uh, to be clear, I'm not like super educated on the situation with J.K. Rowling and the kind of uh, tough like debate and all these other things. But I mean, I have my my experience with it has been yes through like friends who are more in tuned with it, who have said things like, "Oh, J.K. Rowling is like terrible because of all these things she's saying, and she's kind of retconning a lot of like weird Harry Potter lore and all these other stuff." And went, you, went you, on, you know on what, the, what the definition of turf is? You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. For our listeners, it's trans uh, trans exclusionary right wing right. feminist. It's it's yes. a woman feminist, a female feminist who believes that transgender people are not women. They yes. they can't be classed as women, which is a shitty view. But there's there's no yeah. point in having that view. It's an ex- uh, it's, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's like an ex. Uh, what's the, it's just like purposefully excluding people for. Yeah, it's it's going out of your way to be a dick when yeah. there's just you, you don't get any benefit from acting like that. Like you're just being a shitbag. Yeah. So like, J.K. Rowling and her views aside, um, I I'm of the opinion that like you can enjoy Harry Potter and still like like the universe and all the things that it stands for. Uh, without supporting, obviously being in support of J.K. Rowling and her views and all these other things, right? The real question is, is is the media that you're consuming, in this case, Harry Potter, is Harry Potter reflective of J.K. Rowling's views? I guess, is the real question, right? Like, is there, in the Harry Potter universe, is there stuff which feels like, oh, this is a bit turfy, or like, oh, this is a bit uh, racist, and, you know, there's other things, like, and if the media you're consuming does, you know, exhibit those things, then there's a question there. But, you know, for example, okay, I think that that's kind of my view on it, right? Like, I think it's okay, and like you said, also on the the other argument of, like, more pragmatic argument of, like, People who work on these games, like pe- pe- there are people who work on the Harry Potter franchise or things associated with the Harry Potter franchise who are not associated with J.K. Rowling or do not reflect her views and all these other things, right? So, you know, whilst she might be the person who originally created the series, the series can be evolved and mutated into something else that maybe doesn't reflect 
you know, necessarily have as much of a control as she has on it. If well, the, the, the uh, right. Warner Brothers are effectively distancing themselves from J.K. Rowling as much as possible. Yeah, exactly. Every piece of new media that comes out of the Harry Potter universe is, is prefaced with J.K. Rowling has had nothing to do with the creation of this content. Exactly. Like, right. They're pushing her away because they know as much as everyone else does that she's toxic to this this billion-dollar franchise. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, yeah. and I think that's fair. I think that's fine, right? As in, it, if if you're, you know, business and creating creator stuff aside, like. Uh, like, I think I think that's fine. I think that's kind of okay, right? In this case, like Harry Potter has grown yeah. into something that's way bigger, way bigger than, than she like, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Than she yeah. is, right? You know, like hmm. so. I think that makes sense for them to kind of but, distance themselves. But this is but... this is the other part of it as well. To me, is is um, you bring up a really good point by saying that does do the does the media itself reflect her views? Hmm. And there, there's a question to be asked there because. There isn't any transgender people in the Harry Potter universe, so does yeah. that mean that she's intentionally excluding them, or they just don't exist in that universe? Mm. Well, there's also you've got characters like Cho Chang, who is one of the only Asian characters in the game. I mean, come on, pick a better name, J.K. Like yeah. Cho Chang for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the whole thing that the people have pointed out about the goblins having the uh, stereotypical like caricature of what people would draw a Jew to look like. Mm-hmm. Not that that's the right thing to do, but that that's what people have taken from the the medium and saying, you know, there's a whole lot of this stuff that's problematic. But there's also the flip side of that, which is where you could look into any any element of fantasy and find racism. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's 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 a really complex plateau to walk along, I think. And and the I'm other just th- glad that people are walking it. <laughs> and the, and yeah, I mean, it's good that it's been discussed, right? Because again, as we said, like Harry Potter is something that is very big and means a lot to a great deal of people. But the other thing is that the books were written at a time where maybe those things were more acceptable or those things weren't really yeah. highlighted. And it's like it was, it was it was a time when it was still okay to make gay jokes in things like friends. Yeah, and, exactly right. You know, the, the attitude of people towards media was very different. Yeah. Like the idea of two guys kissing was hilarious in TV shows. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's just like it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, exactly right. Um so yeah, you're right. Like it's it's a it's a reflection of it. So I mean she's also a boomer as well, so well, yeah, hundred percent, right. So so it's kind of this is it. So it's kind of like <laughs> the odds are stacked. <laughs> where does Harry Potter sit in a mod like in a more modernized version of Harry Potter, I guess, right? You know exactly, like, yeah. like like for example, I doesn't even the story of Harry Potter take place in like the nineteen eighties or the nineties or something like that along those lines it's the 90s it's the 90s yeah the 90s L- right? late no late 90s early noughties because they've got they have smartphones uh i don't even know right like, i don't remember actually I've not... so there you go so so what does the harry potter universe look like in a 2020 you know modern take on that right like they could do that right they could take the franchise take the take they have the ability to take the things and the cool things that people like and then kind of like modernize it and make it more appropriate for current times and you know whether and if that involves inclusivity and you know trying to make sure that like the themes are more appropriate then yeah that sounds great, right? And also, mm. even from a, like a thematic standpoint, I'm sure a modern Harry Potter, where like, what does fucking Hogwarts social media look like? I don't know. Like that's something horny to tackle. Right? Probably looks like. Yeah, Very probably horny. real horny. Like, what do you, <laughs> yeah. what do, you, what do Gen Z with magic wands look like? You know, like there's like you know, don't give me that or Gen, <laughs> Gen Alpha with you know, what do, what do TikTok meme compilations look like with like magic involved? You know. Like that kind of shit. Like I feel like there's interesting things you could take there. Maybe that's not what the people who like the original Harry Potter series would like, but it is, you know, something that you could do, right? So yeah, 
yeah, I think it makes sense for them to kind of, like for Warner Brothers kind of distance themselves from uh, J.K. Rowling and again the whole creator versus uh, creation versus creator debate I think is very much like does the creation reflect the views of the creator uh, is the most important thing right you know separating the art from the artist is sorry yeah sorry separating phrase. the yeah. art from the artist right you know that's, that's the common a, phrase yeah uh, but but on the flip side of everything talking away from that bitch because we, we've she's had enough airtime to mm. cover a thousand podcasts um the game itself looked passably okay <laughs> yeah i mean i i i'd be interested to see the gameplay right because is this the is this the mmo not mmo it's but not an RPG. mmo I, I, no no no. so i went in thinking it was an mmo or a cooperative game it's mm. neither it's completely single player right it's, okay it's, it's closer to um god what would i compare it to maybe like the batman kind of combat stylish okay, a little bit cool. Uh, yeah. But obviously, you're using spells rather than punching people. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it it looked fine, but there was a lot of like Facebook elements in there as well. Like, um, you can grow your own herb garden, and there was all these timers on screen of the herbs like growing over 24 <laughs> hours. And I was like, okay, that I know what that is. That's you know yep. that's monetization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm done with that. Uh, there was a lot of cosmetic stuff, like a lot of cosmetic stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, which is weird because there's a very specific style in the Harry Potter universe, and it's robes, witches' hats, and like wands, and that's about it. Yeah, but, but there was like silly cosmetics, like scarves and gloves and hats and whatever. Yeah. Um. So that was a thing, and then it was like you could build your own little cosmetic town as well, like in this little bubble world that you could create. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds it sounds like for the demographic that enjoys Harry Potter, maybe those mechanics, like, I guess maybe they're targeting that demographic. Well, I don't know what like I don't that. I don't really know what I'm assuming here. Like the people who like Harry Potter are also the people who probably play a lot of these kinds of games. That's like a gross yeah that, that's that's a broad that's a very that's a gross yeah. ge- generalization there and i apologize that's like me that, suggesting like, that 45 year old women play candy crush so yeah oh, uh, uh, so anyway uh, so you know <laughs> t- talking about uh creating towns and creating things um we can should we move on to our next point of uh Fortnite removing the ability the ability to, to create, create towns things. and things oh, oh, well, right go. so we yeah. played this last night, and, and so I have a little mini fact here that I want to add on to the side of things. Um, with the change yesterday, so with the patch that went live yesterday, in one day, Fortnite made $36 million. Wow. In one day. What? Because but of that all... was 36, hang on, that was $36 million towards the humanitarian aid in Ukraine. That's great. Which I think is fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. I mean... That is incredible. Mm. Like in one day of that game's operation, it made thirty-six million dollars. I don't make that in a week. And this is because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you did make it in a week, Clark would be having a very different conversation. <laughs> but um, so so sorry, this thirty-six million that they raised is this on the day, first day that they removed the building mechanics as yep. well. Wow, yep. there you go. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, the thing is, so uh, as a Fortnite player and a, quite a regular Fortnite player, I do sometimes dip into the community and have a look at what they're talking about. Mm. And it is a very highly debated subject that people 100%. hate building yeah. because you'll go in, <laughs> excuse me, you'll go into combat and then suddenly there's like a village built in front of you and you're like, well, what the fuck? And I'm still there trying to build one wall and someone's like putting corner edges on nice little bits of cornice in their house. And I'm like, why? Like, where does all this come from? I just want to shoot people. Yeah, and... like I, I, I have seen endless memes of like the thing where you shoot a guy once and then you just sit there and then you do the emote where you crack out the chair and the popcorn and you just watch them build like a fucking 20 story building yeah like like a fort in front well literally a fort yeah yeah, yeah. um but we played it last night 
Mm. And they, so what they've done is because obviously the building mechanic gives you a lot of elevation. Yes. They've added now like a temporary shield. So you, so on top of your normal shield, you get a, a 50 health recharging shield, very similar to how Halo shield works. Mm, so after you stop taking damage for a second, it recharges to full, and you know, you know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they've also added a clamber mechanic, so that when you're near a building, you can climb up on top of the roof. Okay, that's really so, smart. Which is very smart. They've done a lot of stuff to counter the fact that buildings are now gone. Yeah, because uh, they've also added tanks. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, because I saw the the resistance uh, new yeah. season started, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. not at the right time of year to do that. I can imagine that this yeah. content was created a year ago, and now they were like, "Fuck." But yeah, whatever, timing. Like, timing is yeah. So it's all very war themed now. The game is. Yes. There's there's, there's tanks. Um. So, um it's so interesting. Uh, from my perspective as someone who played Fortnite when it first launched, like the so I kind of experienced Fortnite as people discovered building. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like, uh, it was interesting because obviously the initial reason why building was there was to kind of make it so you can oh you can build cover. Right, you know, like oh, I can, yeah. you know, I'm getting shot at. I can build cover, and then I can feel, you know, like you can have like a chance to like counterplay, right? So yeah. it's cool that by removing the building, they re- they recognize that and went like, oh, we'll give you a rechargeable shield to kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, we need to give you something that. so that you can still play. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, and that's interesting because also when people got really good at building in Fortnite, that's because there wasn't that much variety in terms of the weapons and the mechanics. You know, there wasn't vehicles. There wasn't, like, all these other things in the game that exist now. So building was kind of, like, part of the fundamental skill that you needed to get good at in order to, like, compete, right, and get good. And obviously, that legacy... Um, it's crazy that it's now calling it legacy skill, but it is now legacy skill in terms of, like... Because I saw that they've disabled building in the normal game modes, but it's still there in competitive game modes, right? Uh, Yes, I, I think, think so. so, yeah. So, I, don't quote me, because I'm not 100% on that one, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So, So it's really interesting, because it shows that they're trying to kind of, like, show that building is something that is now become something that is entirely different from what they intended it to be like it's kind of like evolved into its own beast of like you know you got memes about fucking rick from rick and moy cranking 90s and like you know like the the crazy build tech is like i I spent some time even just watching video i I like dipping in because like to me i think fortnite is actually one of the hardest games mechanically to play competitively because of the amount of like the the speed of the game and the kind of like mechanics you need to do all the edits and the builds quickly and knowing like also recognizing what your opponent is building so that you can build around them and all this other shit like, it's really fascinating and really cool but also it's like impossible to get into like it's actually impossible to get into unless you dedicate insane amounts of time into learning that very specific skill which is not transferable to any other game unfortunately unless you like i agree with you kind of break into like the fundamental stuff you know for example like i I can learn i can spend a lot of time playing league of legends right but that skill is kind of transferable into other mobas or others you know like dota all these other things like there's fundamental skill there i feel like building in fortnite is so unique that like you can't, except for like the raw mechanical skill, like of moving your mouse or moving your controller, all these other things. Also, sorry, slight aside, I also watched Fortnite mobile players play, and they can build like that on a touchscreen. Yeah, it is. It is actually fucking insane. It's terrifying. Like, there, yeah. I was like, to me, that was the first time. I uh, that was the first thing I saw where I was like, holy shit, I'm getting, I'm getting old. Like, as in, like seeing like. These sixteen-year-old kids kind of like APM, like do like high amounts of APM on like an iPad or like a like a smartphone, and like seeing like how good they could play the game, like rivaling like a PC player on a mobile yeah. touchscreen, 
was it's mind boggling to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's incredible. It's crazy. In, in crazy. It's it, it's insane. It's insane. It's for. insane, and it's really yeah. cool. I think it's really cool, right? But I think it's. I don't. I, I think. I think. I think it's a good <laughs> idea. Being being honest, being honest, I, I think it's a good idea for them to remove building. I think this is this test will probably prove that. Uh, oh, it's going to be hugely popular. They're, yeah, they're 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 yeah. moving towards a space where because it reduces that barrier to entry, right? Like a hundred percent. So. um I could imagine them even going into a place where they bring back building, but in a very limited capacity. So, you know, you it might be like you get an item that unlocks the building stuff for you, right? Like, that's yeah, how it might start off. Or you, yeah. or you can build, like, five items and then you're done. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, like, so, so that it's still there to keep the kind of roots of the game. But like I said, you know, my original point of when building got really popular and people could discover, discover like, all the shit you could do with it, it's because there wasn't all these other items and mechanics and all these other things that exist in Fortnite. And now Fortnite has evolved into something that is crazy different like holy shit i look at things that are in that game and i'm like what the fuck is what the fuck am i watching kind of thing you know like we were even talking about the swinging mechanics like the other week right you know they've, they've added all these other things that now allow fortnite to become something completely different that doesn't need building to be unique anymore which i think is the main like argument i've seen of like people saying where they're like oh how can they remove building like building is the thing that sets fortnite apart from all the other battle royales but it doesn't need it anymore. No, it doesn't because yeah. it's, it's now it's now the battle royale. Yeah, like it's won exactly. So they can do whatever they want, and every time they add new stuff, they they smash it and they completely change the game. Yeah, I mean like, the, the Spider-Man mechanic was incredible. Yeah, and I mean like the numbers are backing up, right? Like you said thirty-six million dollars is no. It's a bit in one day. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the shareholders are watching that and just going, just could could we do that again? Yeah, do that tomorrow, can just, please. Can we just please? keep that going? Like yeah. you know, I said we do it. You know, I know, I know, we said we do it for a week, but like you know, do it, do it for another week. Two weeks. Two weeks, <laughs> maybe. It's like in a certain game that I used to work on when we made a absolute metric shit ton of money at the start of the pandemic, and the the executives were like, "Could you repeat that?" And I was like, "Well, no, because the whole point of this is that it was a surprise. Turns out we could repeat it." Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just ignore me on that one. But anyway, uh, we've talked enough about about Fortnite, all of our, yeah. yeah about Fortnite and whatnot. Um, but the other big news of this month is that the Overwatch Two closed beta is on right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw. Oh, is 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 the closed beta running now? The closed beta is on now, which is, is that... the one that's for friends and uh, sorry, just for Blizzard employees. Right. Okay. Because I yeah. saw that they're they're doing the open beta in April sometime or something, right? Uh, yes. Next month is the open beta, which you can sign up for now. Yeah. Which is cool. I'm interested yeah. to see what it looks like because obviously I mean, all the news we've heard recently from Overwatch Two stuff has been real bad. So like, I mean, don't don't forget we played this at BlizzCon like what three years ago, three okay, four yeah. years ago, and I don't think it's going to have changed much. Mm, yeah, but we'll see. Like, is it um, do you, is the closed beta in involving the like kind of co-op mode? Or is it just going to be ah, like ha, 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 ha. So, so, the co-op mode is no longer in the game. It has been de-scoped. Uh, de it's not right. going to be in the game for launch. And we don't, we don't think we're going to see it. It's, yeah. it's the only thing that makes it different from the original game. And it's not in there anymore. <sighs> so now people are like, what is Overwatch 2? Uh, isn't it just... Is it, Overwatch 2 is just a... It's graphic... a five-band version of Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> It's a graphic, and well, it's gonna have graphical upgrades and I guess new content, and that's it, right? Well, things like Doomfist are gonna be a tank instead of yeah. a DPS, and you know, characters are gonna have all their abilities reworked and whatnot. But 
I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they're having a lot of conversations internally as well as like, what actually are we launching? What is this game? Yeah. Because it doesn't really make sense. But yeah, so, I mean, sign up for the beta, give it, give it a try. Uh, I'm sure there are ex-Blizzard employees out there that are playing the closed beta, but yeah. they can't talk about it because they're under NDA. I'm sure it there's so... few of them out there doing that right now, in fact. Yeah, it is so crazy to me, like, like how big Overwatch was, and now it's kind of like... No one cares but, anymore. But I guess that's kind of the modern day thing, right? Like, that happens all the time. It's with just because there's too much stuff on the market. That yeah. There's so much stuff out there. No one is going to be... Apart from things like Elden Ring that sort of, like, break the rules. They turn up and, and break all the rules of what a game should be. And people are like, you know what? This is actually what we want right now. Yeah. If you can smash the zeitgeist and, and get everyone talking about it, then you've won. But I think what Overwatch did at the time was also it was the first Blizzard IP in years. First time they released yes. something new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And they bought it out in this like really cinematic way, and people fell in love with the characters and stuff. It it really did change the industry. It was amazing, mm. but no one gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Blizzard's kind of like it's got. A... It's definitely will... got a shelf life, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, will we see? Will we see a resurgence of Blizzard in the zeitgeist? You know, now it's kind I... of like Riot. Riot has kind of like taken the crown now. Yeah, of like yeah, they've taken Blizzard's crown. Like, I think it. Blizzard's done because there's no one at Blizzard anymore that was there when it was big. Yeah. Like they've all gone, and it's, it's, it's just it's just a name now. Yeah, it's a very different place yeah. now, right? So it'll be interesting to see what happens now. Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll have some hits again, but there'll be nothing as big as they used to be. Like they they won't be like industry redefining like they used to be. The brands are still um, powerful. That's the thing. They are like Warcraft is still a very strong brand. Yeah. The obviously Overwatch is massive. Diablo is a big one, but then we've also got Diablo Four some sometime in the next five years. Yeah. Um, and then they've just announced their new IP as well, which they announced um about a month ago, I think, or two months ago. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's one. So they released some key art for it, and I I remember seeing that key art like seven years ago. Yeah, I, I I saw that game. I know what it. I, obviously, I, 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 even even through NDAs or whatever, I still won't talk about it because I don't need to. But I know what that game is, and that that game is never coming out. Oh jeez, oh jeez. <laughs> it has no chance. Oh no. I mean, seven years ago it was innovative, but now there's a billion of them, so yeah. it's got no chance at all. Um, but after that, we've also got Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is coming out in I think two weeks or a week. Yeah. Um, and they've just it? announced. I, I am. I've been hyped for it for a while because I do like the I like the Borderlands franchise. I like Tiny Tina and I like Dungeons and Dragons, and this is a combination of all those things. Yeah. Um, but it's the first time I think I've been happy to see a Randy Pitchford tweet. Rand, Randy Pitchford <laughs> being the CEO of um, Gearbox, yeah. Gearbox, thank you. Um, he pointed out that you know Tiny Tina is going to be cross-play across all platforms, including PlayStation. So whether you're on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, or Switch, you can cross-play. That's good. Um, that's really which good. is amazing. That that that's 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 what all games should be launching with now. If they've got co-op or like multiplayer, they should be across all platforms. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for that not to be a thing. And so I thought this was a really good step for 2K because it's, it's really good. Yeah. Really oh, not good. 2K. Sorry, Gearbox. Gearbox and they yeah. definitely need some positive press because they've not had very good press. Mm. Like mm. with Borderlands 3 being a bit of a flop. Yes. This is supposedly like a reskin of Borderlands 3, but with different mechanics. Well, I mean, no one. I mean, uh, Battleborn. <laughs> as well oh like, don't no yeah, don't be yeah. mean about battleborn look, no no look, no man, no, look. no i mean the fact that you probably you could probably say battleborn and people probably wouldn't know what it is kind of says yeah. more than uh well, you, know, you know what's not a good idea though. is launching a game at the same week as blizzard in the same fucking genre 
Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? And I was dating their social media manager at the time, and I was working on Overwatch, and he was working on Battleborn, and we both knew oh, no. Battleborn had no chance. We we were ha- we were like sending tweets to each other through the corporate accounts. Yeah, like oh. having a little fuck around and stuff. Like he he did this one where um, he posted a picture of one of the characters from his game, which was this like penguin and a big robot. Yeah, and it was like bring it on, fuckers or something. Yeah. So I just posted a picture of Zenyatta doing like the the nose thing, like yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, saying best of luck to you all, like may the best team win. Yeah. Um, and we won. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we rounced them. Yeah. Like... I mean, it wasn't even close. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't even. They didn't really, even get a breath in. Yeah, it really was not close. But, um, but this this guy that I'm talking about knew as well as I do that their franchise was dead. Yeah. It was such a shame because it was such a good game as well. It really was a good game. I didn't even play it. Thing. Like, I, I put hundreds of hours into that game. Really? Wow. Yeah, hundreds, hundreds. Like me and my friends were playing it all the time. We we were convinced it was going to be, like, it was going to have a chance. But we we knew it wasn't going to be as big as Overwatch. But we thought it would have a chance. But no. Mm. Ah, damn. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so hopefully it's um, tears as well. And crossplay, big, big, big ups, big plus. Yeah. That's, I think that's a, that's a big. Big push for them. Like I said, every I think everything should be crossplay. It's like Guilty Gear announced that for season two, uh, for season pass two, they're gonna ha- try and get crossplay between PC and X, uh, PC and PS4. And there's PS4 no reason for this not to exist, by the way. Yeah, no reason. It's it's it... so it's it's really important for especially like more niche games to increase their player base, right? To yeah. like make sure that people can play together and the games can stay alive longer. Yeah, I, it's weird the, to say stay reason... alive, but like you know. Well, the only reason it doesn't happen is because executives don't want to share the space with other brands. Yeah, it's really dumb. That's it. There's nothing else. It's 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 just that. Well, yeah. So in terms of technology, everyone's just like, well, just make it exist. Well, like, yeah, it's shut like up, I... stop being whiny and, and get it in there. Oh, it's like I remember initially when the Fortnite guys were doing it, when the Fortnite like crossplay was happening, and they accidentally made Xbox and PS4. Uh, Xbox and PS play together by accident. They just were like, yeah. "Oops, <laughs> sorry, we patched that," and just like it's literally fucking changing like one variable. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not complicated to do. Yeah, it's really not like. Yeah, because I mean, uh, it just frustrates me. But but I'm glad to see that Tiny Team is launching with full crossplay because uh, myself and some friends were talking about playing it, and all three of us are playing on different platforms. Mm, mm. So I was like, "Oh, no, no, look, no problem." That's great. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's Tiny Tina, and I wanted to add a bonus point, which is the Mario Kart DLC, which we've uh, yes, about. yeah, please, please. to mention it. Have you tried any of it yet? No, I've just I just saw the announcement with that there was something to do with like forty eight new tracks or something, right? Over a year, sort of. Yeah, it's, it's over eight waves over two yeah. years. So two between years. now and the end of twenty twenty three, which is two years total, mm. um, all eight waves will have been released, and each wave contains eight tracks, which is two cups. Yes. Um. And uh, I'm glad to see that the game's got content again and people are playing it again. But my god, are these low effort? Yeah. Like the interns have made these tracks. Oh, the, really? These are these are piss poor. Like, oh. like really, really low effort. And the 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 it, all you have to do is is play a few tracks from the base game and then a few of these tracks, and the quality difference is, is night and day. Did it, like. Do they at least what? have like remixed versions of the soundtrack? Yeah, they do, but again, okay. that's a bit low effort as well. But some of it's okay. Like Coconut Mall, uh, the Ninja, the Ninja track, and Paris are beautiful. Yeah, they're gorgeous tracks. But all the other tracks are just like they're taken straight from the mobile game, and it doesn't look like they've had any work put into them at all. Oh, really? They look like mobile game tracks. Uh, they're just good. boring, short, wide races that don't really have any kind of challenge to them. 
Mm, mm. which is a shame but at the same time it's more dlc for mario kart so i'm like yeah do i want this or not um but it came alongside the launch of chocobo gp Mm. and i don't know if you read reddit much or you've seen the reddit post on this that there's like a twenty-five thousand upvote reddit post saying do not buy chocobo gp because it is a mobile game masquerading under a a triple a price tag Apparently, it's got like um, all the free-to-play mechanics of any mobile game out there, or all of them. Um, it's also got a battle pass. It's got um, all of the content is locked behind like uh, paid cosmetics and paid purchases and stuff like. You can earn it through tons of gameplay, but to get it at any kind of realistic level, you have to buy it. Oof. And oh, not for me. No, thank you. Like, yeah. why would you launch that at the same time as Mario Kart DLC? Yeah, you have no chance. That's <laughs> interesting choice. But, so yeah, that's my yeah. rent for the week. Well, um, yeah, I mean that's I mean good for Mario Kart players. Hopefully they be eaten. Hopefully they got yeah. stuff to play. You know, uh, there's more to come. Yeah, and uh, more to come. Good to hear about Chocobo GP. I haven't seen any gameplay of it or anything like that. I, I remember no, the it's, announcement. It's, it's but... so low effort. It's just shit. Just don't bother with it. Okay. It's such a disappointing game. It's it's terrible. Yeah. yeah um, that's unfortunate. But yeah, so that was the whole thing. But anyway, that's yeah. been I guess the Sunfire Tavern this week. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've got any kind of ninja points before we go into the closing statements. No, no, no ninja points here. Just obviously still going through Elden Ring. That's, that's all I'm going to be forever. consuming. Yeah, forever <laughs> and ever and ever. Literally ever. Yeah. Um, I say closing statements. It's not like the Olympics. Yeah. Um, but this has been episode. <laughs> what episode number are we on 57. now? Is this 57? Yes. This has been episode 57 of the Sunfire Tavern, which has been at podcast for gamers and geeks where we talk about all the stuff going on in the games industry this week we've talked about the witcher 4 surprise reveal which happened just before we started the show Mm -hmm. Elden ring oh actually we missed a point what the Elden ring secret blowing fans minds we didn't talk about that i'm pretty sure it's a bug man no Uh, it's not this is the wall smashing thing yeah the 50 hits i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure I'm, i'm not gonna lie i bet you it was in there as a dev debug thing nope because people have found more of them oh fuck yeah right. well so i'm gonna go so look at for, those for, just just for context for anyone listening um a player has found that in in our in the dark Souls series there are hidden walls that you can roll at and they'll disappear or attack once and the wall will get destroyed in Elden ring that exists but now people have found that there's one that has to take like 55 hits to do it mm-hmm which I think uh, I'm yawning a lot tonight. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yawning a ton. Um, and the, all this means is that possibly every foreign game could be a secret war. Oh, fuck. Man. <laughs> oh, God. I want to see if there's if there is another one. I need to see, but oh, I've seen three God. so far. Three. Oh, three separate ones. Uh, dude, um, um, they gotta be. Um. Uh... All right. Well, okay. I gotta look at what's behind them. I think that's nothing. The There's nothing behind them. They're just boring rooms. Yeah. Like, so they're just but, like. But it's uh, often it's a room that you need a key to open. Right. Okay. So you it's just an alternative way of getting into a room without using a key. Yeah. It's, it, dude, it's, it's debug now. But I bet you they're deep. They're left in there as debug things, and someone accidentally, they you know they they just had them there as like debug or testing things. I well, bet. we'll see. Well, I'm sure we'll find out because the Elden Ring news is coming out every day now, so we'll find out. Uh, I'm sure. I'm but sure. anyway, yes, we've been talking about Elden Ring. We were talking about the new Harry Potter game and how it's got a turf at the top of it all. Uh, Fortnite removing the building mechanics. Overwatch 2's closed beta, and Tiny Tina's Wonderland being cross-platform, and of course the Mario Kart DLC as we just spoke about. 
you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to drop us a message, you can click on the Google Forms link, which will, which will be um, under the podcast when you're clicking on it. You'll be able to see it in the description. Uh, Ollie, it's been great this week. Yeah, um, it's been fantastic. I guess have a lovely week and thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you all soon. Yeah, thanks everybody.